Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of The Sparks Brothers. This is a documentary that is premiering at the Sundance Film Festival and directed by Edgar Wright. Joining me on this review today, as always, is Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. Hey guys, how's everyone doing? They can't answer right you, now. so... <laughs> I always ask. I always ask, because I want that one person in the car to be like, hey man, I'm doing great, thanks. Until Thank he gets into an accident, and then wow. it's not going great, eh? Wow. Yeah, it's possible. It's all possible. What also is possible is our mission right now to hit 200 reviews and five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. If you could help us out with that, we'd so appreciate it. We're on our way to hopefully submitting to be Ron Tomato certified critics. So if you could uh, help us out with that, all of the links are in the show notes below. But let's start talking about some Sundance stuff. Today, we're talking about the Sparks Brothers, as we said at the top of the show. This is a documentary about the band Sparks. And if you don't know who Sparks is, you're not alone because the three of us really didn't know anything about them. Um, As self-described as this film, Sparks is your favorite band, favorite band. So, Jay, take us with our first reactions of this. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I was very... I guess, curious about this documentary because, I mean, Edgar Wright, who's famous for the Cornetto trilogy. So you have Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Scott Pilgrim, Baby Driver. Uh, When I heard that his name was attached to this in the sense of he was the one directing it, uh, I was very interested because I'm like, man, he's got a visual style. He's going to talk about a band I've never heard of. I'm sure I'm going to walk away just loving their music and playing it nonstop. As visually entertaining as this documentary was, I still think the Sparks Brothers or the Sparks maybe isn't the band for me yet. But I do commend uh, Edgar for creating such a visual documentary. And and we're going to dive into it further. But yeah, that was my first reaction, I guess you could say, from it. Cool. Anthony, how about you? Yeah, like I've I've never heard of the Sparks Brothers, never heard of a song from the Sparks Brothers. So but I heard um, Edgar Wright is directing a documentary about them and all these musicians uh, and actors and writers who know of the Sparks Brothers and kind of told their stories of how they influenced them. I was pretty intrigued to see where these guys came from because I've like I've never heard of them. Not one song. It's just like it's so it's like one of those things where somehow we miss uh, a part of history that maybe was just dropped in there, like it feels like that, right? Yeah, and and it was it was an interesting documentary. I I love docs, like no matter what's um, what what's about, like if it's giving me knowledge that I didn't have before, I think that's super important for, for me. Um, but yeah, it was a super interesting documentary. Yeah, I think I think with Sparks, there's such a it's they, they have such a unique sound, and then you definitely hear how bands that we do know were inspired by them. And I loved seeing all the different um, musicians and actors kind of talking about how this band inspired them. And again, I, I'm almost like embarrassed to admit that I had no idea who Sparks was. It's like a complete, and I love music. I love music from the seventies and eighties and sixties. Like it's just, it, it's crazy to me that this could be such a blind spot. But as you would expect with an Edgar Wright film, you know, this is every much as like stylish and vibrant as you would want from him. Um, and I think he paid such a beautiful tribute to them as well, too. And it's always nice when these documentaries are made, um, and not to sound morbid, when the artists are still around, too. And it's nice seeing them part of it. I loved hearing their stories and hearing kind of them really talking about how 
what where they started, where they went, and what inspired them, and kind of their reactions to you know their their own kind of trials throughout life, which is really cool to see. A lot of the times with documentaries, you miss that component. You can only tell it, you know, in looking back without the artist there. And I, and I really appreciated that they were here to, to help tell their story. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. So, something that, something you mentioned Shay as well too, that I really dug is, you know, the cinematography in this documentary is really great. And uh, just the use of color, um, mm-hmm. with the documentary, you know, with the interviews being in black and white, but you know, some of the cutaways and stuff being in color, it really helps like make things pop and stick out. And, um, I remember we were talking about that yesterday. You were, you brought that up during, w- during our watch of it. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's so true. It just, it helps so much with the storytelling of this, uh, of this documentary. It felt like the, like the color was its own character when we were watching this, because when it would go to their vibrancy, cause this is clearly a band that, relied on those theatrics when it showed their performances it stood out so much more because when you're seeing these confessionals happening and they're all in black and white and also the type of black and white they're doing here is it's a very beautiful subtle tone that right when it jumps to those scenes of them you know having a good time playing their shows it's so mesmerizing to watch it also it felt like this weird Mandela effect of since I had never heard of this band and you're seeing all these people, you know, at their shows, you're like, have I really not heard of this band? Like this seems like a pretty big group. They've done 25 albums and I really never heard of their songs. That's wild to me. It was such a wake up call. Yeah, it really was. It really was. It, like again, like I kind of felt like embarrassed. I'm like, is this is this all just like is this fake right now? Is this is this a real band? Uh, I loved how they had the ongoing joke of of like everybody thought they were British because us too, like watching, we're like, oh, I thought these guys definitely look like they're some type of weird British underground band, but nope, they are American. Yeah, that, it was surprising when I heard that they were from California. Because you just sound like a British band from that time period. Um, But what's crazy about their story is how they revolutionized their music throughout the years. They don't really stick with one type of genre. They they continuously change. And that's something that's uh, very unique to certain artists because they feel that, you know, music can become, become stale if they keep repeating what they they've created in the past. So I, I can, I, I'm surprised that they have, I think you said 24, 25 albums. It's like 800 songs, but each one of those albums is completely different from the other one, which is amazing. Yeah. It's very, it's a very unique thing that the sparks uh, have been able to accomplish in their career. And, you know, hopefully they'll be able to continue doing it because they look like they're ready to, you know, keep making more music, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, their Uh, last album I think was what, 2020? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Something we've been doing on all of our Sundance reviews so far has been trying to predict where um, where these films are going to end off in terms of what streaming service, what distributor is going to pick them up. Uh, we're happy to update that Coda has been p- picked up by Apple, which is one that we we predicted and one that we wanted to see happen. Um, Anthony, where do you think Sparks, uh, the Spark Brothers, is going to end up? Do you think uh, – so you're asking me do I think it would sh- uh, show up on like a streaming service? Yeah, like where where is it going to end up? Is it going to end up on a streaming service? Is it going to go to a distributor and get a theatrical release? What do you think with, is going to happen with, with Edgar Wright? Uh, it's I would think it would go to like a theater VOD type of thing. I don't know if a streaming service would pick it up because I don't. 
it doesn't feel like a Netflix stock and it doesn't feel like a Amazon. I like maybe Apple would pick it up because they're very unique and they, they, the, even the style and the look of them, of the dock very resembled something that Apple would produce. Yeah. I could see the marketing with Apple for sure. How about you, Shay? Yeah, I definitely see Apple being the place that it has to go to as well because it has that visual style. And I mean, we, Daniel, you talked about the Beastie Boys one, for example. Uh, I feel like they could market it very similarly. Yeah. So let's get into our recommendations for this film. So, of course, this film does not have a release date yet. So we are just kind of basing it off of what we've seen already. Anthony, open us up. What is your recommendation for the Sparks Brothers? So my recommendation would be to add it to the queue. Um, I think it was a really well done documentary. It, It opened me up to a band that I've never heard of. And I think a lot of our audience might, they probably are in the same boat. And, you know, this is a directed by a really great director and you get to learn about a group that you've never heard about before and you you go through the ages with them you understand their quirks and you know their their style and what brought them to where they are today and I love those types of documentaries it is a bit long I felt like it was super like there was a first half and then there was a second half that just kind of went really I would say a 10 to 15 minutes over uh they could have shortened it up a bit but yeah add it to the queue watch it when you can sounds good Shay. how about you yeah uh very much similar as anthony i think it's it's a little too long um still really well done but i don't know if it um it didn't have me going back to listen to their music i guess is the best way i'll say it but i, I i'd say add it to your queue Awesome. And I'm right there with you guys. I think if you are a big Sparks Brothers fan, this is going to be an immediate watch for you. So there's no doubt about that. Um, And I think um, like you guys as well, this did feel a smidge long, but I think with Edgar being such a big fan that he is, you find it, I think it may have been hard to cut some things out. You want to really tell the full story. So I, I get why it's a bit longer, but for a general audience watch, I'm like, yeah, this this feels like it's about 10, 15 minutes too long. Um, I'm going to definitely say add it to the queue. Uh, but of course, if you are if you love music from this time period, if you know who Sparks is, you're going to watch it right away. So, And it's, and it's such a well-made documentary, so you're not going to be wasting your time with it. We are continuing our Sundance coverage this week. We do not have our traditional movie podcast episode uh, going up on Monday or on February 1st. But don't worry, because we have tons of reviews coming out, including Malcolm and Marie, Judas and the Black Messiah, and everything else that we're watching at Sundance. So your podcast app is going to be filled with the movie podcast this week. Still, we'll be back next week with our full episode, and we'll be kind of recapping Sundance as well. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Of course, please don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you like what we're doing. All those, um, all the links and more is going to be in our show notes below. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. 